Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. where we take the soul and the silly and mix it in one big batch of goodness. <laughs> We're your hosts, Holly Azapati and Jordana Levine. I told Holly to wing that and you actually did really well. Thank you so much. I just came to mind, soulful, silly gals. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved, um, I wish you guys could see the video. We Once upon a time we had a YouTube channel. Do you remember that? Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Holly's face, she, she, as she said it, she was so proud of herself. <laughs> like, I was like, guys, I just came up with that on the fly. I should be an improv actress. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be pretty good at improv. Did you ever do it at school? Yeah, and I used to get so nervous about it because I really wanted every improv to be funny. But it's not always about being funny, Jordan. No. I, well, sometimes <laughs> it's about being pretty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we would love to always be funny and pretty. And pretty, but mostly pretty. But mostly uh, pretty. But mostly pretty. Um, I used to love improv at school. Like, love it. You would be excellent at improv. Throw it at me. Give me a scene. Did you used to watch that show, Thank God You're Here? Yes. How good were those men? Drew Carey and the other guys. Oh, but they did an Australian one as well. Oh, no, I'm talking the States one. I was obsessed. Uh, The Aussie one was good. It had like, um, I think it had like Sean McAuliffe. And yeah, you know that like old school Australian comedy? I love improv. Like good improv comedians are the best. Yeah, and it's it's an art, right? Like it's it's really witty. I'd say there's a lot of Gemini improvs. I would definitely second that guess. All right, I've got a um I've got a comment from the Facebook group. Um it came in at 1:11 p.m. on Monday, which is the only reason I'm reading it. And also it's short and sweet and basically, well I'll read it to you, you'll see why. It's from Isabella Flanagan. Such an amazing chat today, as per usual. I absolutely love the Guess That Celebrity natal chart, by the way. Thank God. That's all we needed Thank to hear. God. Thanks, Isabel. We just needed one, and we got one, <laughs> and so now it still is everyone's favourite segment on the show. Yeah, you, me, and Isabella Flanagan. I'm so glad to hear it. Oh, I can't wait for this one, this app, although I'm a little bit nervous. No, it's a really, really exciting one. It's actually oh. two people with the same chart. <gasps> Mary Kate and Ashley Elson. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my god, I have the whole segment to think about this now. Yeah, you do. Now I'll be distracted. I've got to get in the zone. Okay, no googling while we're watching, while we're recording. I promise. I promise. So, what's been happening for you in your world at the moment, George? I'm just having a mini meltdown because it's mm. December and it's almost 2020, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> How fast <laughs> has this year gone? I I can't I I cannot understand the 
time thing because I'm thinking of things that have happened at the beginning of the year that one feel like they were yesterday but also two feel like they were five years ago it's that weird time thing I know I moved up to Byron well I moved up officially in April but I was living up here in January which is next month and that then it will have been a year that blows my mind yeah absolutely blows my mind I've been thinking about and talking to a lot of different people about time speeding up Mm. they say as you get older your perception of time speeds up right but I also think that we don't have an opportunity to be bored anymore there's no room for boredom there is always a distraction there's always something to do there's never a period of time where there's nothing to watch on television or there's no one to talk to on the phone Mm -hmm. or there's no one to communicate with when we were younger and yeah I know kids get more bored like get bored more easily but I just feel like there was a lot of opportunity for nothing to be happening and there is just not that opportunity now with social media and streaming and people well it's just noise isn't it it's just like non-stop noise and do you know what else Jord I feel especially if you're a listener of this podcast and me and you we do like to do the personal development stuff stuff so the person that we are starting a year is often not the person we are ending the year and we've gone through so many different highs and lows peaks and troughs in growth that it feels like five years in one you know what I mean that is such a good point Thanks. I only was having this chat with M Gallagher the other day where we're like, yeah, but it's not the average person. Like there, are, I'm sure there are many people who's like another year and another one bites the dust, but it's like, no, I've had about 20 years in one because I've had 20 iterations, ego deaths, intense experiences coming out the other end. And I, I feel like those of us in this line of work probably feel it more. Totally. I'm exhausted. Mm. I know. I read something this morning where (laughs) this guy, I think he was a motivational speaker, and he was saying, Everyone's like, oh, hurry up, end of the year, like bring on 2020. And what did he, he phrased it like, we're treating 2019 like it's our ex-boyfriend but we actually haven't broken up yet we've still got a month left of togetherness that could be really love-filled and joyful but everyone's like bring on 2020 I'm happy to make 2019 my I just have to remind everybody that everybody was saying this in 2018 so everyone just needs to pull their head in a little bit (laughs) I've been saying this for about five years yeah so right yeah and I look, there was a big thing in the Facebook group over the last couple of days, which will have been last week when you guys are listening to this, about 2019 being a big year. It has mm. been a big year. The thing with this 2019 energy, Jord, and we can talk about it a little bit later in the episode, but I guess what we want to be conscious of uh, being leaders in this space and leading by example is not to invest perpetuating this this narrative around how heavy and bad 2019 was because, well, number one, I'm sure that we've all had some great moments in there too, but number two, we know that what we focus our energy on expands and I'm just not interested in bringing that energy into 2020. So we can do the reflection piece and be honest about it but also just be conscious of where we are heavily loading that energetically speaking. Yeah, and for and we talked about this a little last week, but for every hardship and for every um, mishap or misdirection, a lesson comes from it. And so yeah. reflecting on what came up 
during that, I think is so important. And I think that a lot of people are still, us included, Jord, are still in some shadow processing, some ego death, some source of exhaustion or, oh, my gosh, I'm so over this. But rather than blaming it on 2019, the year that was, just acknowledging this is where I'm at right now and it's okay, it's not always going to feel like this and energetically things will shift. They always do. Because we are cyclical beings in a cyclical world. That's it. We're just in a really deep pause after the exhale, guys. We've been waiting for inhales. I mean, Jordan and I personally, for probably about six months now, we're like, come on, where's the inhale? Where's the inhale? It's coming. Oh, is that it? No. Right. I've ex- <laughs> Another really good way of explaining it is we go through um, constriction and expansion, and in order to expand, there needs to be this constriction that happens, this like pulling in this inhale. So I guess we're in the constriction at the moment and you can only get so, 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 so tight before it bursts open again. And that's the energy of 2020, right? Because as we know, it's not just a new year, it is a new decade. So this expansion piece we've just got to get ready for. Yeah, and I guess, look, the other thing that we need to be very conscious of, and I've spoken to a few people about this, is there's definitely big energy building in 2020. There's definitely an up-leveling occurring. But what tends to happen at this time of year is people go, oh, fuck it, like there's a month left of 2019. What a shit year. Everything's going to be better next year. Everything's going to change. All these opportunities are going to come in, so I'm just going to write off the next month. Yes. That's four weeks of your life that you're just writing off, you know. Yes. And there's no guarantee. This happened last year. Everyone was in 2018. They're like, 2019 is going to be amazing. Do you remember, Holly? It didn't kick in until the Aries new moon in April. 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 That's right. I do remember. I remember feeling time last year. Oh, I'm done with 2018. 2019 is my year. And 2019. And in January, I had horrible things happen. We got stuck in a lift, eight of us, for 10 minutes in Vietnam with no aircon. Like there was sh- there was shit that went down and I remember in that moment after January being like, I am not doing that write-off for a new year piece anymore. I just can't. It's like let's scale back into what am I doing each day to bring me into alignment? What am I doing each day to make me feel as good as I can in the possible circumstances that I'm facing with, knowing that this too shall pass, it always does. Yes, things might be feeling heavy, but there are things in my control like – starting the day with a meditation practice or getting out in nature more or whatever it is to bring light aligned energy into my days, regardless of what year it is. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Scorpio season we just had, do you remember that? It was pretty heavy. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's a nice thing to remember as we're slowly coming out of that, the importance of those deaths. Mm. And I think that as we enter a new year, whether it's, this new year that we're entering or any other new year that we're entering is it is an opportunity for rebirths, but the deaths need to occur first. So if there's stuff that hasn't worked for you this year, which probably had nothing to do with the year from an astrological perspective or from a numerological perspective, just as a calendar date of 12 months, if there's something that hasn't worked, then reflecting on it and pivoting or looking at it from a different angle, different perspective and saying, how can I do it differently next year? What can I tweak this year? I really think that there are a lot of catalysts happening in people's lives right now, Jord, where it's 
have you really faced the shit that you're talking about and looked at the lessons and have you done something differently? And if you haven't, then yeah, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it until you grow through that or you change something. Like here's an example. I know if I didn't do my business pivot this year, if I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, ignore, 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 then this month I'd be feeling it in a really hard way. I wouldn't like there would be financial blockages and there would be stress and it would just feel not effortless. Thankfully, I listened and I made the pivot. So where can you guys listen to maybe a theme or a pattern that's been weaving into your 2019 that you haven't necessarily taken fully on board? And how can you use the month of December to pivot into that lesson and growth? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really good advice. I also think, (laughs) um, I also think if there's, and this is a little task for everyone, yourself included, Holly as a party. Oh, I'm excited. If there is something that you keep saying, I'm going to do this in 2020, like in 2020, this is what I'm going to do. I want you to do it this week because one Ah. of the examples for me was in 2020, I'm going to start actually lady bossing my finances, managing them, knowing exactly what's coming in and what's going out. Because as smooth as it can be most of the time, sometimes it's not. And I actually was not aware of what my outgoing expenses were compared to my income. Even though Mm. I've done my budget a few times, but it shifts, right? Totally. So I was saying to myself, yeah, 2020, that's the year I understand my finances better. That's the year I know exactly what's going on at all times, what's coming out on what dates, you know, the Virgo in me. What the Virgo in me wants me to be, but the Gemini in me doesn't let it. (laughs) Um, And I sat down and I did it this week. I was like, fuck it. I'm not waiting till 2020. I'm going to do it this week. And I did. And I I think those sorts of moves are what's important as we go into this transitional period because December is a write-off. December becomes this holiday period. It becomes not 2019, but not 220 yet. It's sort of Mm. just like, sorry, 2020 yet. It's this like weird no man's land, like gray area, don't you think? It's an in-between. It's interesting you say that about your finances, Joe, because I've done something similar with my personal development and growth. I've had about six months off since the Pashna and ding, uh, got it in. Um, and I have known that 2020 is the year that I look at the next stage of personal development and soul growth in the context of ancestral and family healing. Now, all of the patterns and lessons over the last few months that have been really heavy and hard have been pointing to me doing this work now. And so I've booked into our kinesiologist, Zoe, I don't, on a weekly basis throughout the entirety of December, I'm not putting that off for the new year. It's like, let's get the wheels in motion now. It's interesting that we're doing similar things without having even spoken about that together, right? Yeah, but that's because we are the same person. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Okay, so I have a fun few question games for us. I love question games. and my favorite kind of game. <laughs> um, what... Can you give me three big um, things that you'd like to celebrate that happened for you in 2019? Yes. That's a, such a good question, Joe. But George. only three. Yeah. Okay. The first one is <laughs> siding with Bella and pivoting my business into the body image domain. Babe, that's not the one thing. What do you mean? Well, they're two. They're, just oh, that's two true. That's true. They are two different things. Okay. Cheating. Fuck, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, first one is signing with Bella, 
Second one is pivoting my business into the body love domain. Yeah. Third one is reestablishing a really beautiful connection with Trent because we had a really challenging year last year and it's different this year. So, yeah, I'm proud of that. That's so good. How about you? Go you. I'd like to just celebrate you. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I was thinking about it this morning. Um, I think first and foremost, definitely make it happen being published. Yeah. That was a huge thing this year. Um, second big thing this year would be, um, moving to Byron Bay. Huge. Yeah, that's big. And it's been, it's been the catalyst for so many other changes in my life. Absolutely. Um, and the third one, oh, I've got a few. Well, you can only pick one. I know. <laughs> I have a bonus one for us both, but that's after you say your third. Okay. Um. Oh, what's my third of 2019? I want it to be something I've actually accomplished and finished. Actually, you know what? I'm really proud of where, um, I mean, the middle, obviously. I'm super proud of the middle. But I'm super proud of where Luna Lover, the podcast, has gone and how it shifted because it was the inspired table for three years. It did this massive pivot and created a membership site to go with it and it's just become its own entity. So, yeah, I'm super proud of that. I'm proud of you for that. And you also signed a second book deal. Was that this year? Yeah, I signed it, but I haven't finished the book. And so I don't want to say that that's... I feel that. I feel that. Well, my bonus celebration is we started the middle this year, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. It's Thank you, 2019, for that totally. and the gift of your friendship. Totally. Well, that was the one I was trying to decide between. Oh, and so you chose your work over <laughs> You were no. such a Virgo moon. No, no, no. I was just like, um, I think the one that Holly's going to say. It was a get out of jail free card. It's totally fine. Yeah. And then I want one more. I just want one more. <laughs> okay. Fine. You can have one more. And also I just want to say that my little, my little squish, my, my little squishy was oh. born. <laughs> little squish yeah my my best friend ruby her little baby squish affectionately known as the squish um she's been such a highlight of 2019 for sure my god she's the squishiest um what are more questions ask me more things oh okay so then my next question is what three things are you most looking forward to in the new year Moving to Byron Bay. Um, calling in modeling gigs. Yeah. And a holiday, a, 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 like an actual holiday, like not travel for work. Like I'm talking get me on an island with several margaritas and no Wi-Fi for 10 days. Yeah. How about you? I'm like, is that a pipe dream or is that actually going to happen? <laughs> uh, my big things that I'm looking forward to in 2020. I'm super looking forward to handing in the first draft of book two. 
It's due on the 1st of May and it has been such a mish. So I'm so excited to hand it in. I think everything in life this year has been such a mish. I can't wait for people to know more about the book and what it's about because I think they'll understand why it's been such a bitch to birth. I can't wait for you to share that the birthing story of this book. Fuck. Um, So that's the first thing. Second thing, definitely an overseas trip. One part full-blown holiday, pina coladas, no Wi-Fi. No rain. No <laughs> rain, no social media, um, maybe a friend or two, but a proper – I have not had a proper holiday that doesn't involve work or a funeral in – Maybe five years. No, I don't. Maybe not even five years. Maybe ten years. I got. I don't even know the last time I had a holiday. Oh, okay, sure. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And then the third thing I'm looking forward to is I am looking forward to further success of make it happen in the overseas market. I love that. Yeah. So we've cracked the UK, New Zealand, and Germany. I have to crack the US next year. It is my mission. If anyone's listening and can help me out, let me know. New York Times bestseller coming at ya. Yeah, definitely. That is what I'm looking forward to in 2020. I love that. So exciting. So many big things to be birthed in 2020. So I and I look. I think it's really. I think that there is so much that can be gained from the energy and the momentum that comes with a new year and hopping on that. But what people have to be really realistic about is taking the actionable steps and not relying on the energy astrologically and numerologically for the year to carry you there. Because at the end of the day, unless you actually do the things, none of it's going to happen. It's my whole philosophy behind manifestation. And I think that especially riding that wave earlier in the year and starting like now sets a really good precedent for that. Well, it actually gives you a head start. It's like what is stopping us from sending those emails, joining that gym or reformer Pilates class, which is what I did last week, or whatever it is, see your naturopath now, get your health check now, do the things that you usually put off to January. We've actually got more time and space in December. I know that workplaces slow down and why? what is stopping us from getting that head start and actually riding that momentum early it's a good way of looking at things is there anything like not big picture like professional level but just on a really personal level that you'd like to be doing differently next year I really want to take care of my physical health because I've neglected it for years and not prioritized it in a way that I want to so doing a regular Pilates class it's quite gentle on the adrenals but still physically help helps me out um I've done a few tests in terms of food intolerances. So actually taking care of my uh, what I'm consuming from a nutritional perspective is actually a reprioritization of focus for me. And also it's interesting. I don't know if it's a turning 30 thing, but I've become way more fierce with where I'm directing my energy, Jord, and who I'm spending time with. And that's something that I really, really want to be so conscious of in 2020 is 
is this really truly an energetic alignment for me? The the catch up, the phone call, the gathering in the context of social and family. How about you? Yeah, I second that. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be looking after my energy levels for sure. Sometimes I can get, I can feel like I'm pretty good at resting, but it always comes with guilt and shame. Yeah. And I feel like what's there, it kind of becomes re- redundant if you're resting and feeling guilty about it. So yes. I'm just, I'm getting more aware that I perform, I can perform really well um, and get a lot done. And I'm very productive, even though I don't do eight hours of work a day and work into the night. I'm still, the hours that I do work are very productive and just being okay with that. Um, oh girl yes 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 definitely managing the time that I spend with people as an introvert and a projector I know we weren't going to talk about it but and a projector I um I don't bode well in situations where it's very surface level chat and small talk So Mm. the people that I'm connecting with on a friendship level, they need to be my close friends that I can have deep conversations with and we're on the same page energetically. Everyone else I can do in small doses, but I just can't give my time and energy on a regular basis to it and getting quite picky about that. And I feel like as a 35-year-old, you know, I think it's okay. I think it's okay. And it's not about you being a bad person or a mean person or my story is I want to be friends with everyone. I want everyone to like me. And it's just impossible for us to be performing at our optimum with that intention behind things. So Yeah, totally. Cannot Um, be done. Yeah. Another thing I really want to do personally in 2020, like I said before, and I've already started, is really, really owning and getting excited about managing my money. Um, Yes. I think that I've always just kind of wanted to not know what was going on because I just thought, first of all, I don't understand it, but also I'm scared to see what's happening. But I'm excited to want to know and I'm excited to just always be on top of it and become one of those people that knows exactly where everything's going. Um, And I think I think I have the capability to do that. I think that I've just resisted it for too long and I just don't want to resist it anymore. I second that wholeheartedly, George, like massively so, especially being business owners. We actually, it's it's our due diligence to be on top of this stuff, right? And and, and we're solo. We, we work on our own. So it's not like we have someone who works with us who does that part of things. It's like, but, but here's the thing, like you can delegate that work, right? Like you can delegate yes. it to your, sorry, delegate it to your bookkeeper or your accountant or your financial advisor. But I don't want to do that. Like yes. I, I have... Um, my book royalties will start coming in next year and I will go and talk to my accountant and financial advisor about the best way to manage them. But then I want to be able to manage it myself. I don't want to be like, oh, can you just look after my shit because I don't want to know about it? No, I want to know about it. I agree. And and a, an extension of that, Jordi, is when we're aware of it all, we call in more wealth. We call in more. And that's something I want to bring into 2020 is being okay with the financial abundance that I know I'm able to generate and actually allowing myself to reach those, not being, you know, from a place of the illusion of modesty or humility. Oh, I'm just going to play at this level. It's like, no, I want to make bank in 2020 and beyond. And here's the thing. All right, and I've done a lot of work on this lately and I'm actually talking about it in, and we'll talk about it in a minute, but this webinar that I'm running tonight, if you guys are listening on Monday, 
Being on top of your finances is foundational to getting all the other areas in your life working in a really easeful and effortless way. It's all Mm. about money's all about our root chakra and our foundations. And when you can feel stable and secure in your finances, it doesn't necessarily mean having to bring in, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars every year, but just to get you to a point where there's not anxiety and fear around money, it really opens you up to be able to create and manifest in all other areas of your life. Totally. And that's that's been such a pivotal thing for me this year and it's something that I'm going to be talking a lot more about in the work that I do because I think that becoming fearless with your finances can actually change the fearless the the fear that you feel in other areas yeah and that then impacts your everyday vibration which impacts the opportunities you're calling in the conversations you're having with people the stress levels you're feeling it literally impacts everything i love that we both have financial things for 2020 do you know the other thing that i really want to pay attention to and i say it every year my time on technology especially my phone. That is so interesting that you say that whole because this morning I was I was on my walk and I always have my phone with me because I like to listen to a potty. And I was trying to think about ways that I could start to minimize what you said, minimize my time on technology. I struggled a little bit. So have you come up with anything? No. And and you know what's real <laughs> No, I haven't. Do you know what's really fucked up about all of this and I'm going to use the F word to explain it. I did 10 days in Vipassana without my phone and it was the best thing ever. I didn't want to turn it on when I got it back. And I was like, when I was there and I got out of it, I'm like, I'm not going to sleep with my phone in my room. I'm going to put my phone on airplane mode in the evenings. I had to call Trent and me out together the other morning when we lay in bed. And the first thing we were doing was scrolling on our bloody phones and not actually connecting with one another. So I think the first thing is me not turning a blind eye to all the ways that technology has creeped into my day again, all the ways that I'm using my business as the guise as to why I'm constantly scrolling, which is not the case. And I'm going to be using a lot more flight mode or attempting to use a lot more flight mode. Do you have the phone in your room still? At nighttime, yeah. Yeah, well, you both should get it out. Yeah, we really should. Trent's not waking up to an alarm at the moment. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, putting it in the other room. Just those little things so it's not the first thing I reach in the morning. I know all of these things. That has been such a game changer for me, not just because there's not the EMFs circulating circulating around my head while I sleep, but it stops me as I'm falling to sleep going, oh, I can't fall asleep, and then picking up my phone or or thought runs through my head and I'm like, oh, just quickly Google that. And and the same thing in the morning. I actually wake up and I spend a few minutes waking up before I get a chance to get to my phone and start scrolling through it. I'm so about it. And that's actually, that will be my homework that you said at the beginning of the episode. What are the things that we can do in December to not put off for 2020? And the, the technology, mainly my phone, is the piece that I'm going to work on. Yeah. And I think, you know, we do, like you said before, we do use the excuse of having to be on there for work a lot. And it is true. Like I would love nothing more than to delete Facebook. I'm just done. Yeah. But I run three Facebook groups. I just can't do that. You can't do it. No, but I don't have to be on there when I'm not in the Facebook groups. 
Exactly. Yes. And that's like <laughs> also with Instagram. I know I've definitely shifted the way that I use Instagram this year. Like I'm not doing anywhere near the level of like going live or like face to camera Insta story. So I actually have to give myself credit for that. There has been a shift, but I'm at the point now where I'd love to have like a five day breather, you know, and, and that be okay. And that almost be the norm. So yeah, watch, watch out 2020. We're coming for you. <laughs> there was just one more thing that I wanted to introduce in 2020 on oh, yeah, a really yeah. personal level um, is the quality of my sleep. So it's kind of going back to what we said with the phones, um, yeah. but really getting conscious about my nighttime routine. And um, my nighttime routine in the past has been watch telly until there's nothing left on telly, go upstairs, lie on my shakti mat, read my book, and then get really engrossed in it until all hours and then scroll on my phone and then go to sleep. Not doing that anymore. At night, and I've started doing it now, at night, as soon as that sun goes down, my blue blockers go on. Yes. Yeah, it's made such a difference. Such a difference. They're amazing. Such a difference. Blue blockers go on. If there's nothing on TV that I want to watch, Nothing that I want to watch. I turn the television off. Yes. I read my book downstairs, so for everyone else in my lounge room. And when I go upstairs to sleep in my bed, I go to sleep. I can lie on my Shakti mat up there, but there's no stimuli. Good. No phone, no book, no computer in the bed. (laughs) Absolutely not. So good. Yeah. And I, because I think quality of sleep is such a massive thing. Like for me, I know that I wake up at 5.15 every day. There's nothing I can do about it. The birds are going crazy in summer. The sun's up. I'm screwed. But I can go to bed early. So good. So if I want to get those hours in, just making sure I do and then doing everything I can to nurture that. So no cacao at night, you know, no caffeine after midday and just really, yeah, making it a priority. Yeah. Mm, I love that. That's a good one. We are just going to be new women. Do you always, I always say this, it's like, imagine where we're going to be this time next year. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a funny thing, right? Like if I think about 2018, okay, so 2018 this time last year, I didn't have a home. I was, where was I? I was on the road, I think. Um, I Actually, I think I was, I was down, sorry, I was down at my family farm in Berrimah. I was packing everything to the car and I was heading up the North Coast to come to Byron. And then I was going to go to Mum's for Christmas in Brisbane. And then I was heading back down and I was like, I'm just going to decide where I'm going to live. I had no idea where I was going to live. What? My book had been handed. No, was still editing the book. The book hadn't been handed in yet. It was still in draft pages. It's nuts. And now everything's different. Everything has changed in all the best ways. Yeah. What about you? What was happening this time last year for you? We were living in our apartment on Sydney Road, which I, like, it was just gross. It was like Main Road. I had just signed up to F45, I'm pretty sure. So I was about to deplete my adrenals once more. I was about to have to do the B12 shots in the leg. Uh And I just wrapped up or I was about to finish my first ever online program, Manifestation of Magic. That kicked off for the first time in October last year. So it was my first intake. I've since run two more. So And and now I'm like parking that and like I was never sitting there going, this time next year I'm going to be a model. 
Like, it was just not even a thing. And have a podcast. We hadn't even discussed the middle yet. We hadn't even spoken about the middle, Jord. It wasn't even a concept. We must have talked about it at Christmas? Or just after Christmas? Just after. I think it was a New Year thing. I've got it in my journal. I'll find when. Oh, my God. This rad gal called (laughs) Jord's commented. This really big gal, Jord, (laughs) randomly pitched an idea to me, and I think it's great. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> well, it wasn't random. Holly and I had our two-year friends anniversary on Facebook this week. That's so nice. Happy friend anniversary. I know. It was so sweet, but only two years. It's so weird, hey? I know. Like, I can't imagine my life without you. What the fuck? That's the other thing, right? The people that come into your life. Like, this time last year, there were people in my life that all, who weren't in my life who are now, and I cannot imagine my life without, right? Right? We're so, so right. Like I can't even understand. Like surely there aren't going to be more amazing people that come into our lives in a year's time, but there will be. That's what's so interesting. You know, I was thinking that again this morning. I had lots of thoughts this morning. <laughs> I was with uh, Grace, my friend Grace, who yeah. I met because I moved into her house in January of this year, and we have become the closest of friends. I cannot imagine my life without Grace in it. Like, I just can't. And, it, yeah, it's so funny to think this time last year, didn't didn't have Grace, didn't have you, really. Like, no. you were a friend that we hung out with a lot. I, yeah, it's so weird. It's like these people that just land in your lap at the right time, you know. I love the connection pieces. Amazing. And all of you listeners didn't have us. <laughs> I was going to say we didn't have you guys. <laughs> oh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> what did we do without you guys? Who so, Hull, it's uh, Christmas record time. Do you ever, did you prepare a Christmas carol? Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say to Byron Bay. That would have been funny. Oh, <laughs> you ruined it. Funny. I was trying to be biblical. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how biblical I am. I wasn't even sure if Jesus was born or or had resurrected at Christmas time. <laughs> you are my favourite Catholic school gal in the world. You clearly skipped so proud liturgies. Of me. What was that? You clearly skipped your liturgies. I actually didn't. I loved going to chapel. Me and my friends made sure that we were founded the liturgical dance group and any time there was a liturgy, we got up like Jermaine from Summer Heights High and we did liturgical dances. What do they look like? <laughs> They, look, they're a little bit out there, but we would do them to really cool songs like Joyful, Joyful, Lord, we adore thee, God of glory, and we just do, like, body rolls to them. I don't know why the teachers let us. Once I did a cartwheel down the assembly. No. <laughs> did you think you were in Sister Act? Yes, we did. Yeah. Every time we're like, what's another Sister Act song that we can make up boost? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I really love that movie, actually. It's so good. Such a good one. Um, so what are your Chrissy Reckos? Chrissy for her. Yeah. Now, I just want to um, keep it – I just want everyone to keep in mind that there'll be – probably two more weeks of Chrissy Recos. Um, and, of course, the, the ones that are coming will also be suitable for her and suitable for him, but we're just kind of categorising them this way, so just stick with us. 
just just roll with it. Okay, so my first one, and I just want to be super clear on this. This was sent to me um, as a freebie, but it is the most incredible gift I've ever been given, and I can't touch it yet because it's called a it's called Crystal Calendar 2020, and it's by the Crystal Calendar Company. It's basically set up like an advent calendar and for each month there's a little window that you open Stop. and inside there's a beautiful crystal. So the calendar comes with 12 crystals. Oh. Um, the calendar also for each month has new moon and full moon phases for the Southern Hemisphere. Um, a little reminder on each full moon to cleanse your crystals. You get an explanation about the crystals and what they're good for and all that sort of stuff. Um, it's created in Byron Bay and each unique crystal is hand-selected and cleansed for you before packaging. I can't even handle it. That is the best. You win Chrissy Racco's for her. That's it's so just good. Best. So it's uh, you can order them on online from the Crystal Calendar Company. Docs, sorry, CrystalCalendarCo.com. Um, the retail price is seventy nine ninety five. If you live in the By- Byron Bay area, they are available in some stores. Let me see what the stockists are. Hang on. Um, Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know her name. Maybe it's on here. Oh, Sarah. Sarah, sorry if you're listening. She is a listener. I love my calendar. Oh, um, what a and great it is movie. such a beautiful, beautiful gift. Um, oh, there's lots of stockists, actually. So look up the stockists. They're in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, South Australia, Western Australia, New Zealand, and Bali. So Whoa. if you're in any of those places, there's stores that stock the calendar. Otherwise, you can buy them online, and it's a really, really beautiful gift. I love that idea. It's such a smart idea. Get on it, gals. And what's your second rec? My second reco is um, – so it's so funny. My mum bought me one of these last year, and I was like, this is a weird present, but it's <laughs> actually – been the best thing all year i can't i actually can't believe i haven't recorded it all year in, in the podcast basically it's a silk pillowcase have you ever slept on a silk pillowcase before i i've been gifted one and i've misplaced it and it's so good for gals with curly hair it's so good for your hair and so mm. good for your skin so if you put – I put a lot of product on my skin before I go to bed. I usually exfoliate and then put like a really heavy oil or cream on. It helps the product sink into your face. You don't wake up with creases on your face. Um, but the best thing is if I have just blow-dried my hair or just curled my hair and I go to bed, I wake up and my hair looks exactly the same. It's part of the curly girl method, which is this curly head method, and they swear by the silk pillowcase. And I had a couple gifted to me. I just can't find them. But for girls with naturally curly hair, it's like you must sleep on a curly of of silk pillowcase. So I just want to take it one step further um, and tell you where to get a really cool one from. So my favorite skincare brand go to. They have silk pillowcases. They call them face case. And you open it up and it says, hi, cute face on the pillow, which is really That is sweet. so cute. But they've got these really beautiful Christmas sets at the moment. It's called a festive set and it's a sleep set. I'm just bringing it up. And in it, so for $85, you get the pillowcase, which retails at $65. You get 
um, an eye mask, so a beautiful silk eye mask. Great idea. And you also get their super handy um, hand cream, which is really beautiful to put on before you go to sleep as well. And Great it's called, idea. It's called Sweet Sleeps and it comes in this really cute box and it's just a really cute gift. I love it, George. I'm all about it. They're good gifts. Thank you. What are your for her Chrissy Recos? Well, my first one is a brand that I kind of have mentioned in a past episode. So I'm talking about Sunday Lane. Now, you guys might remember that I recommended their collab with Runaway the Label when they did their Zodiac Tees. What Sunday Lane are actually known for, George, are their prints. In particular, their Zodiac prints. So... The founder of the business in Sunday Lane has created these beautiful prints for your wall or your office space, whatever, wherever you want to hang them that go into really poetic description around each zodiac sign. And they come teamed with this beautiful hand drawn fine line illustrative piece. So you can obviously get it framed custom. They just come as the print themselves and then frame them yourself and for only $39 and then you can add the frame to your order for an additional $30. You've got a really beautiful wall hanging that has that zodiac edge that I know we're all loving at the moment. And her words are beautiful. She's just really, really beautiful with her descriptions. But if you're not into the zodiac thing, which I mean, you clearly all are because you listen to the middle. Um, But if you're not, she also does just like stream of consciousness writing around self-love and body acceptance and beautiful, beautiful pieces. So that's my first one, Jord, Sunday Lane. Beautiful. Now, the second one is a generic one. So you can actually do your research and find where you can find one of these closest to you. But I have gifted these in the past. I'm talking Himalayan salt lamps, Jord. Oh, yeah, they're so great. Such a good present because the thing is, if you're not sure if someone has one and you gift them one, you actually can never have enough. You can never have enough. I have about three because two have been gifted to me in the past and I get them and I'm like, fuck, yes, I love them. So the way that Himalayan salt lamps work, uh, they actually are natural ionizers. So they change the electrical charge in the air. And why that's beneficial, not only do they obviously look fancy and beautiful, but they're said to improve air quality, boost your mood, and help you sleep because of the warm glow emitted, which helps with your melatonin levels. So you can get all different sizes, and depending on the size and where you find yours will depend on uh, the price point. But they're but very affordable. They're so affordable. So what I'll do in the newsletter is I'll just put a couple of options in terms of some, yeah, some easy, accessible ones. But you can find them in any local New Age store as well. Um, just a hot tip with salt lamps is leave them on all the time. They hardly use any electricity. If you turn them off and on and off and on and off and on, they start to leach water and then they become very, very dangerous. It happened to me. It happened to me. I didn't know. And the water and the salt actually destroyed the yeah. wall. I know, it's like, so bad. I was like, why is this happening? But I'll keep using it. And the metal thing that holds the light bulb starts rusting. Yeah. Yeah, it it's was really pretty. bad. No, Thank God, God I had two extras. On. Thanks for the gifts. <laughs> yeah. But the thing that's really beautiful about them is they actually look like rose quartz crystals. I always thought they were crystals at first, Jordan. I never knew that they were 
salt lamps and they actually did something more than just looking pretty. Yeah, yeah, no, they're really great. That's a And you know what? Gift. They're probably a bit of a unisex gift, but I put them in for her because I was running out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> like your dad's not going to complain about a Himalayan salt lamp, I'm pretty sure. So next week, Holly doesn't know this, but I'll tell you and Holly, next sure. week the Christmas recos are going to be eco-friendly and sustainable gifts. Oh, my God, I have so many gifts. This is great. I'm really excited. Yay. Um, so that is that. Now it's time for everybody's favourite new segment. <laughs> oh, you can't be talking about Guess That Celebrity Natal Chart, could you, Jill? I am. That's the wow. segment I'm talking about. <laughs> Our most favourite of segments. Now, you've had a whole episode to oh, think about this. Yeah, I forgot. It is for our favourite twins, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Wow. I love them so much, by the way. Um, I'm really excited for you to guess their chart. Are they a water sun? Hang on. You have not even had a second to tune in. I'm just getting real Pisces vibes already. Okay, I need to shoot. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> this is gonna. I just see. I can see where this is going. <laughs> Are they an air rising? No. Are they an air sun? Yes. Are they Gemini's? Yes. I love that so much. I love it so much. I was like, it's either their sun or their rising. <clears throat> Are they an air moon? No. Okay, so they're just one airplay suit. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) This is hard. This is, can I tell you why I think it's hard? Sure. Because they're actresses and performers, but they were forced into it. So usually I'd be like, fire placement. Yeah, okay, so let's work with that, right? So the actresses and performers, and then they became probably the most successful entrepreneurs that started off as child actors so there's like think about that side of them as well yeah okay because they did they disappeared they they don't want to be center stage are they an earth rising no oh wow this is wild (laughs) do they have an earth placement yes okay so they're an earth moon yes are they a virgo moon yeah Oh, my God. Do not tell me. Well, they're clearly not Gemini rising as well. So they're either a water rising or a fire rising. Yeah, but you're playing the game of elimination now. I know, because when you get to this point, you just doubt your ability. Okay, fire rising. Yeah. Leo rising. That is the most fun natal chart of the world. They would be our best friends, Holly. Wouldn't they? They they would they would actually be our best friends. I, know. I can't. Oh my god! I'm freaking out. I got so excited when I saw this chart. I was just like, "You cannot be for real." We would love them, and they would love us. They would actually love us as much as we love them. Oh, I've always felt since since that <laughs> since since what were they in that Paris one where they were like it takes ten? Two. I loved it so. Yeah, it was. It was the. It takes two times. Oh my god, Gemini, Virgo moons, Leo risings. 
psychic told me once I was going to have twins. Really? Yeah, and there's twins all through Trent's family, so watch this Oh, my God, I've always wanted to have twins. I just feel like it would be the hardest gig as a first-time mama. Well, I was told by a psychic that I was going to have Irish twins. So oh, wow. just babies that are very close together. It, oh, I thought, I thought, <laughs> I literally thought, that, I was like, why haven't you told me that your future husband is Irish? Because that gives me some ideas here. <laughs> no, um, the, you know what Irish twins are, right? No. So Irish twins are what they call babies that are born like 12 to 18 months apart because you're literally pregnant, have the baby, and then you're pregnant again. Because Ooh, Irish I... families, you know, Irish Catholics, they would have their babies like one after out. another. Yeah. If you're an Irish twin, let us know. I'm just like fascinated by twins. My first boyfriend was a twin. Really? Identical mm-hmm. or paternal? Fraternal. 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 The, the non-identical. Fraternal. Yeah, cool. Are Mary Kate and Ashley fraternal or identical? I think they're actually fraternal. Trent's mum's a twin too. Is she? Fraternal. Yeah. Trent's cousins are twins. I've got so many twins. Oh, my mark. God. Yeah. Okay, so we're friends, definitely so going to have twins. Yeah. Who's your best friend that's a twin? Stevie and Tay. They're twins. Oh, yeah. 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 Crazy. Um, cool. So, guys, we're not teaching you anything this week. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> we don't want to. <laughs> no, you just need to go learn some things on your own. Yeah. Report back to us about what you've learned for a change. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, I just want to, since we're not doing Teach Me Something New this week, I just yeah. would love to, because something happened to you today that was very much about divine timing and it was very much about what we were talking about in last episode about listening to your intuition, but when things aren't going the way that they should, that there's probably a reason for it, you know. Um, and the example that you used last week was about uh, the move to Byron and how you know intuitively it's the right thing for you and training to be doing, but a place just has not become available and it's getting to the end of the year and it's just time for you to just sit back and wait now. Mm-hmm. Now, something happened today that made you, that really confirmed that for you and that it was very important you were still in Sydney. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. So I did my first swimwear shoot today, like professional, proper, through Bella Management and they're actually Bella Bikini, which is totally coincidence. But is it, you know, Bella, Bella. And I'm, um, uh, and I'm a Bella. And Bella means beautiful, guys. I don't know if you know that. But it, it has been this like massive journey of me focusing on beauty and all of these things. Anywho, I'm shooting down in Bronte today and as I'm doing my thing, Devon Brewman walks up to me. Now, for those listeners who, like George, have no idea who she is, if totally If you're listening, fine. Devin, I'm sorry. I actually do know who she is now. I just didn't know her by name. I knew her by boobs. She is – I actually have a folder of her in my phone because her physique is I'm, – I'm much bigger than her, but she has the big boobs and the tiny waist. And anytime Trent and I go shopping, we say, what would Devon wear? Literally, it's been really? – literally it's why I go to cook eye and wear like why I bought that yellow dress I'm like Devon would wear this so I am a closet fangirl of Devon and for those of you who don't know her she is one half of a bikini a day and Monday swimwear with Tash Oakley so they're big in the swimwear world right Devon comes up to me and leans over as I'm shooting and I'm trying not to be a starstruck fool and she said 
basically, I, I think you're beautiful. I love your body. I want to add you on Instagram. Can Here's my phone. Can you add yourself? And I'm like, I just, do you know what I said to her? The only thing I said was, I know who you are. <laughs> I was dying. It's so funny oh. because that conversation in any other context would be oh. so strange. Right? I think you're beautiful. I love your body. I want to add you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, absolutely give me your phone. Added her on Instagram. She said, I'm going to message you. Literally by the end of the shoot, she had messaged me saying, Tash and I, and Tash was in the background waving at me, might I add, Tash and I really want you to come and spend Saturday on a yacht with us for a party that we're throwing. Here's the invitation. Let me know your email. We want to send you Monday swimwear and we'll see you on Saturday. And literally by the time this is in everyone's ear holes, I have celebrated with them on a yacht in Sydney Harbour. Are you scared? No, I'm really excited. Do you know what I'm most excited about? I literally don't know anyone else there. I just got the run sheet. It's going to be a wild day on this yacht. Like there's, yeah, there's like, it starts with like croissants and coffee in the morning and then it leads to Polaroids and fresh seafood. In Then we go swimming and then we have Aperols in the afternoon. Like it's like a full-blown Do you know thing. the guest list? No, and that's why I'm actually okay with that because I'd rather not – be intimidated by seeing that in advance and the only person that I know now is Devon so I can just walk right up to her and be like hey thank you so much for inviting me you know and just like she's I love this Holly and I love you so much like so much because I think it takes such bravery the idea of being surrounded by a group of people high caliber people that I don't know and stuck on a yacht is so terrifying to me. Let me add the layer of you are also wearing swimwear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's there a will big be thing. Polaroid cameras. Yeah. I, I sense. It, it, <laughs> I did not plan for that. And it's just a beautiful example of the universe going, come on, babe, you should have trusted me all along. I've got you. I've got you. This is big in a number of ways. N- not one, just the experience of the fact that she's now following me on Instagram and you know, whatever opportunities come from that. If I book, when I book a Monday swim campaign, that's huge. So I meant to be in Sydney for that, right? Totally. And it was, it was one of those instances where right, right day, right time, right location. Doing the right thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So guys, I guess the lesson in that is Everyone should book a swimwear shoot in Bronte Beach at a really peak time. No, I'm joking. No, the lesson in that is that when things don't feel like they're going the way that they should go because of your predetermined, preconceived idea of how they should go, just trust that they're going a different way for a reason. And I'm talking to myself right now. Good. I'm glad. And everyone else, imagine if I was up in Byron and did not end up doing the Bella shoot today because... No, nah, I can't be bothered to fly down to Bronte. I don't want to do that. It's fine. There goes that opportunity. And this is the sliding doors moments that we're not always blatantly made aware of, but they are always happening. Yeah, it's it's so interesting. I mean, I've got a sliding doors moment very much like that, just talking about um, my friend Grace that I was talking about before. The reason that I ended up in that house with Grace is because I had another house I was moving into and got screwed around a little bit and was so upset and so devastated. And very last minute, I had to try and find another house. I had like 24 hours before I had hit the road and I ended up in this house with Grace. And I just think, you know, 
if things hadn't gone so awry and so badly, such an integral person in my life would not be in my life. So you just don't know. We actually have no idea, And this is what I was saying last week in the podcast about not being able to make a wrong decision because no matter what decision you make, it just puts you on an alternate path. It's like the Choose Your Own Adventure books. Did you used to read them growing up? I loved them so much. Obsessed. Me too. Obsessed. Like, number one, it takes a very clever mind to write those books. But number two. (laughs) You were going to say to read them. (laughs) Number two, it takes a very clever mind to read them and keep up. No, but that's what it is. It's like it's left or right doesn't matter. Just choose. Something is on the other side of that. And big things like the universe is like, girl, we can make shit happen. Like Devon literally flew into Australia this morning, happened to be staying with Tash and Bondi and did that walk. Like they, they just make shit happen. Make it happen. Um, yeah. So that's so Speaking of make it happen. <laughs> well, wait, just before we talk about that, um, that's so interesting. I thought they were shooting. Were they just walking? No, they were just on a walk. Yeah, sure. babe. They were just on a walk. So amazing. Yeah. Now, if you are interested, if this conversation has got you excited about 2020 and you want to make it happen in 2020, (laughs) have I got the thing for you? No, seriously, if you're listening to this on Monday, um, tonight, Monday night, I'm holding a webinar. And in that webinar, we're going to talk about ways to reflect on 2019. I'm going to talk about what to expect energetically from 2020. But most importantly, I'm going to let you in on these new um, foundings that I've come across, new findings that I've come across uh, since Make It Happen came out. And it really builds on the manifestation equation. Um, and they're these four foundational pillars that are a, that make a huge difference in your manifestation practice. And it's really about the actionable steps. Now, a little caveat, and I'm always super upfront with this, at the end of this very informative webinar, I will be selling in a new offering. And the new offering is extra exciting. So if you do miss the webinar, come out and just check out my website. There'll be a new offering on there called Make It Happen in 2020. And it's basically me getting every single expert I know to give you really, really informative advice about how to set up these four foundational pillars so that you can make it happen in 2020. I'm super proud of this offering. I've been watching the videos of the interviews I've been doing with these experts and just like writing down notes because it's, it's pretty amazing. Two things I want to say to it. Number one is you may see a familiar face as one of the experts. Number two is it also makes for a really good gift, guys. Just saying. It does make for a really good gift, yeah, especially as we come into the new year. So if you're interested in that, there'll be a link in the show notes of this episode. If you are listening on Monday, sign up for the webinar. If you're listening after the Monday, I'll click the link to the sales page just so you can check it out. Check it before you wreck it and enjoy it before you deploy it (laughs) because no one wants to do that you've been listening to the middle with your host holly as a party and your darling and me join our facebook group just search the middle podcast show and follow us on instagram at the underscore middle underscore podcast if you would like to sign up to our newsletter list which i highly recommend as we keep rolling out the christmas records All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to register or you can join by the link in our Instagram bio. 
Until next week, we will see you later. <laughs> <laughs>